0: Kings and Kings, it's your girl, Queen Sassy make your chocolate doctor truth, and this is the Golden Conversation. Yes. So, if you did not listen to last week's episode, last week's episode was about protecting your peace with healthy boundaries. Um, that was just basically some things that I experienced, um, and I just wanted to express that once you find your peace, um, you hold on to it, you protect it. And you make sure that no one can interrupt or um, bother you with um, old things that may have bothered you in the past and by that you set healthy boundaries Um, you might need to stop being around people for a certain period of time or you go to an event and um, the atmosphere is not where it needs to be so you you know, you politely be like, oh, thank you for your time. I'm heading out, you know. So that was last week's episode. And if you didn't go back, um if you haven't listened, please go back and listen. And today is a freestyle episode. um But it, it's going to have some... um This freestyle, because when I mean freestyle, I don't know exactly where this conversation is going to go. But I know that I wanted to start off with the power of words um, and the power of h- how you express your words. So I believe I mentioned in probably the last episode that um, that the school I work at did not celebrate Black history. I've probably seen three things that was a Black history. I seen two teachers who uh, showed some Black history, but it was like the basics, Martin Luther King and and stuff like that, and it bothered me the whole month. Like, it was nothing about Black history at all. They tried to squeeze in a little bit of um, Black excellence um, in the announcement, but that was after the fact that they found out that they didn't celebrate Black history, period, it was always February fitness, February fitness, February fitness, and I was just like, when did when did it become a option? when did my history become an option? Um, baby, Black history is all through, all all through, all it's everywhere. Everything you use, you walk around your house. The appliances you use your everyday um, maintenance stuff that you use in your bathroom when um, you driving those stop by you know it's we all over baby we all over and so it was really bothering me that it was just it was bothering me that it, it just wasn't presented. and even if um, some some people, just chose not to just acknowledge it and if they did acknowledge it they just did like something very simple what they know they i mean don't get me wrong martin luther king and rosa parks and are and and are amazing people and they did a lot for our people but there are more people out there that did more than those those two people but those are the two people that they always want to acknowledge and they also don't want to acknowledge that Martin Luther King was assassinated. They don't want to say why he was assassinated. He didn't die a peaceful death. He was killed. They don't talk about that and that Bothers me, and then I also found out that a lot of my childhood books about uh, Black history and about Black people are are being um, taken off the shelves. Like they're they're not being um, what's the word uh, distributed or um, they're getting canceled out. Like they're not being uh, in the libraries anymore, or whatever the case is. So that bothers me, and so. It took me a while to get my thoughts together, to send my principal this email, and I sent it to her, and um, she didn't respond, so I was just like, I know she seen my email, but you know, I had to think about it, this wasn't like no regular email, you know, this was some some heavy concern, so she needed to take her time to process what I was saying so I was running late I was running late um to work on Friday and so I, I let her know that I was running late and I also wanted to say you know hey you know I sent an email about my concerns and she was just like yeah it's just I, I had to really process it and um at tomorrow I mean uh later on that day can we you know meet up and talk I'm like sure so I like the fact that in that conversation, she took accountability. She took accountability of being the head person at that school. That she reminded them to do something, but she didn't enforce it. And those teachers didn't even acknowledge it and didn't even put the effort to um, talk about it. Because the the students I was just curious so I was just asking students like hey uh, are you learning thing about Black history in your classroom and usually if you're really learning something it's like on the top of your mind like especially when you're a kid you're like yeah we're learning this we're learning that and they were just like oh uh, no and I'm like huh okay you know I'm taking my mental my mental check and so um. So I'm sending this email and, uh, and we're talking about it. And and she, she admits to me that at first she was, um, offended, like not offended, but was, was going to take the excuse of, well, you know, a lot was going on. I was taking care of COVID and this and this and that. And then she realized that she made time, it's during COVID. She made time for Christmas. She made sure that Christmas was, you know, was well and done. And so she had to check herself to realize, like, she really fucked up. (laughs) Let's put it like that. She fucked up. She fucked up. And there are other black employees there, but they're they're not as outspoken as I am. Because I'm going to let it be known. Because that's my old elementary. So when I was there as a kid, we embraced it all cultures. Chinese New Year Black History Um, We had Capoeira We had West African Dance We had Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts There was so much there Um, And we embraced Everybody's culture And respected everybody's culture And we respected everybody's job position At the school And I I noticed at that school That everybody is not um, Respected And acknowledged Like I was taught you speak when you, you enter a room. Like, I'm not trying to be best friends with you. I'm just, you know, saying hello. this it's teachers in there that act like they, they can't even speak. I'm like, oh, okay. you want to act like you don't see us, but you see us. So, it, it, and we talked, we had a good, I want to say we was probably in there for like a good 30, 30 or 45 minutes. And she was just like, because I told her before Uh, because we had a brief meeting about it uh, uh, about some other concerns about how a teacher um, and her discipline uh, that might be another half of what I'm going to talk about but I wasn't going to let that slide just wasn't there's black kids there that need to know their history and there are white kids and Latino kids and Asian kids and you know all nationality whatever they need to learn about everybody's different cultures like i'm not saying they need to all know everything but they need to know a a little something from each culture so when they're out in the world they're not naive or at least if they are introduced to something new they're they're willing are able are are willingly wanting to learn because you got to think about it when you're in elementary your brain is like a sponge You are just soaking up all the knowledge that you have. And so to me, it's important to um, teach kids about different cultures at an early age. So then when they get older, they're not a bunch of Karens. They're not a bunch of kins. They're not a bunch of ignorant people who don't understand different people's cultures. Like they need to learn how to embrace their culture and embrace other people's cultures uh and understand that there's going to be differences there's going to be similarities there's going to be some hard times in certain and in, 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 i mean in all cultures they all have a, a a part of their history where they had a hard time like yes in African american culture or black culture it was slavery and it was jim crow and it was you know fresh, you know it's just a lot of stuff there's in each culture there's some ugly areas that's just true but for whatever reason it is harder to address black people's culture because in my opinion we were treated harshly and still to this day we are treated harshly just because the color of our skin and the stereotypes that are placed on us i as a black woman am being myself but i am still overlooked of who i am because they're still seeing a stereotype regardless if i am not doing it you know the stereotype of black women is a they're um, they're they're mean. They're angry. They have attitudes. It's other stuff. We can be all those things because we're human beings. But it doesn't give you a right to make it seem like that's us twenty four seven, and you the only have the uh, the time to acknowledge my presence or speak to me, or you, you categorize in a bu- in a box. If if I was the category all the white people to all the bad experience plus my ancestors bad experience y'all wouldn't even exist in my world but like they say we seek justice and respect not revenge I will say some of my people do but hey I can't speak for everybody I can only speak for myself but we had that conversation and it opened her eyes to to see the issue that's going on at that school um the lack of communication the lack of um understanding the the of their they're wanting to control you and how you do things it's a lot of people at that job that that don't like me because i do my job and i do my job well but i'm not going to stop doing my job well to do it the way that you want me to do it. If you have an issue on how i am doing my job and it's not and i'm not like affecting or doing something wrong, you just don't like the fact that i'm doing it without you have me having to ask you. It's just me doing my job. You can't control me. You can communicate with me. What the needs are. And then I would do those things. But you can't control me. And how I do things. And if you are upset on how I operate. The real question is for yourself. What am I doing that's making you upset? That is disturbing you. That I'm doing my job. It could either be because I'm confident. It could either be because I'm confident and black. And it could be that I'm confident and I'm black and I speak up for myself. I'm not gonna let nobody disrespect me. I'm not gonna let nobody belittle me. And I'm definitely not gonna let nobody control me. My parents raised me to be an independent black woman to speak up for myself. And to not let nobody run me over. And that's exactly what I'm not going to... I'm not going to talk that. No, just not. So, we just had a a heart-to-heart conversation. And and we also talked about discipline. I encourage discipline. Because discipline teaches lessons. But if you're disciplined, it's not teaching a lesson and it's doing more damage then you're being harsh. You're just being mean. i gave give an example. There was a a teacher. I don't know if I shared this last week, but I'm going to share it. There was a teacher who, um, she has her kids do relay races. At first, she didn't have her kids doing relay races for fun. She had her kids doing relay race, uh, running as, as discipline. Like, I'm going to make you run. For whatever they did in the classroom, they had to run. And I'm just like, What is the lesson in that? So, this time, she made it into, because I complain about that. It's like, kids need discipline, but they don't need that. Like, what is that teaching them? Oh, they're going to, you really think a kid's going to be like, oh, if I get in trouble, I'm going to have to run? No, they're going to see, like, the unfairness of it. So, this particular in- incident they were outside doing a relay race and she had all the kids running and then she picked certain kids to sit down to have snack And remind you this is their recess time and their recess is 15 minutes so she chose some students to sit down to eat snack and then some other students <clears throat> other students had to continue to run So you have kids running back and forth for 15 minutes and some kids ran for about five minutes or whatever and got to sit down and eat snack and get to play and then you had other kids that just continued to run and then when they heard that bell ring their whole life was shattered i mean they're in elementary the best part of elementary is Recess, you get to run around and play with your friends on a play structure. And this one particular student that I know very well was crying, and he was like, I don't never see him cry like that. Like, he might have his moments when he's upset or mad, but he was crying, crying. He was just like, I just missed my recess, and I just had to run the whole time, and I didn't get snacks. I said, excuse me, you didn't get what? And then there was some other students that approached me saying, Ms. Shulene, I didn't get snack either. I said, it's, you didn't get snack either. There was at least five students approached me and saying that they had to run and they didn't get snack. I said, uh, oh, okay. So I went to talk to the teacher and the teacher was just like, I'm gonna handle it. I'm gonna handle it. So I said, okay. So at the end of the day, I made sure I went to talk to that student. I said, did you get snack? They said, yes, I got it in the classroom. My point is this. You are teaching a kid unhealthy habits. You trying to teach a lesson about whatever they were doing in the classroom, it's it's no possible whether they were doing something that bad, that they had to miss out on snack and run. And have to eat snack separately from their peers. When you are a student, a kid in elementary, recess is a very important, a very important part of a kid's life, because I teach them social skills, how to interact, how to play, um, letting, letting out that extra energy, um, and just enjoying that that part of their life. i said something because there wasn't no lesson learned usually when i when i have to discipline a child i take away a part of their recess depending on what they did i might take their whole recess but i just don't take it i communicate with that child i speak to that child i sit down with them i say why are you sitting on the bench today for five and I and I time them and I said, Why are you sitting on the bench today? Oh, because I put my hands on someone I wasn't supposed to. So then it's like, so what are you gonna do next time? I'm gonna keep my hands to myself. Lesson learned. They're learning. They're not traumatized that they didn't get a recess or they didn't get to play. They understand that it was a lesson learned. Just trying to show the difference. So that's that's what that is. So Basically, this thing is going to be about discipline should teach lessons. It shouldn't be unfairness or favoritism or um, authority or power control. Discipline is not connected to power control. Discipline is connected to learning lessons. So you can get these students, these children um, ready for the next level in their life. And another thing where I was talking about the power of conversation and words, use your words to make a change. I use my words in that email to uplift a situation to the surface. And now having that communication with the teacher, I mean with the principal, now she's more aware of her own actions of what she did. And now she can take accountability. And now she can um, talk to the other staff members about that. You know what I mean? It's, it's it's power in words and it's power in conversation. And if you don't speak up in situations, it will continue to happen. And I made sure to let them know that I am here to represent for my black students. Don't get me wrong. I support all students because all students come to me. But in the school district, black students are usually, unfortunately, are overlooked in certain situations. And I am not going to allow that to happen. They are always put in a category for their behavior instead of them trying to understand what Causing the behavior They automatically put them And they're a bad student They're not going to do well in life You cannot do that to a child At that age You just cannot Because you don't know How they were raised What's going on in their household Your job Is to encourage And expire And inspire you don't add negativity. You add positivity. And then if you're not communicating with the parents about what's going on and letting them be aware as well, then you also are fail, failing the student. They always want to put it on the parents, the parents, the parents, the parents, the parents. Yes, it is part of the parent's job to to do that, you know, to... to mold their child but it's also the job as the educators and the teachers that are working with your kids they are with your kids six hours a day okay So if you are seeing something in their child's behavior, you need to communicate with that to the parent because it might be something that's going on at home as well. And they need to work on something to get a a behavior plan or come up with a a, a solution to what goes on at home. Um, Also apply it at school so they can work together. I mean, everybody's situation is different. But communicating with parents about their child is is a major, major thing that you have to do. You have to communicate with the parent about their child, especially if you are seeing things that that they they need that they need to know. You can't assume that the parents know, and you can't be as scared because if the parent is black, and I have a teacher there that has she waited until half like we're on a hundred and twenty or some days. She waited till like the middle of the school year to address a kid's behavior that was happening in the beginning of the school year. And the parents are frustrated because you look making this seem like they don't care about their child. Whereas once you told them what was going on with their child, they were there every day. They didn't they doing pop ups. They're they're taking off work to be with their child. So don't don't go in with a um, false perception or assumption on what you think a parent would do or because you had a probably had a bad experience in the past you can't put that on all parents especially not all black parents and that's another issue about um some some teachers like they don't address issues when they need to be addressed and that's that's another problem because if you don't address stuff when it needs to be done, you're going to have a bigger problem. But um, I'm just going to end it right here that um, there's power in words and power in conversation. Um, use your voice to uplift, to encourage, and to um, raise, ra- raise the. Um, if, it's a, if there's a problem going on and you see it, use your voice to speak up. So you can help solve the problem or come up with a solution or, you know, take the steps to get there. And discipline. Discipline is fine. But discipline also has to have a learning lesson out of it. It can't just be disciplined because of power control. That's not healthy. And that's not teaching kids um, valuable lessons. And it's important to have a relationship with students, to build a relationship with students. I make sure when I build a relationship with students, it's not just, oh, I'm the adult, you're the student. No, I am Miss Shoemate, and you are such and such, and I'm here for you, and you are here for me. Because sometimes I have a bad day, and those kids encourage me, and vice versa. I make sure that they, they know that they have a voice. When you try to do a power control, you're taking away the child's voice. I'm not trying to take away a kid's voice. I want them to use their voice. So I'm going to teach them how to use their voice. And teach them life lessons in the process. But I'm not going to do a power control with them. That's why you got a lot of fucked up adults now. They think that, oh, authority is this. And I have to always do what they say. Or it's, 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 uh, no. I want to break that fucking cycle. I want these kids to know that their voice matters and that they can speak up for themselves and yes that sometimes adults are wrong adults don't know everything and it is okay to express themselves and yes they're going to make mistakes and yes they will need discipline but make sure when you discipline them there's a lesson behind it and not a power control just saying well anyhow that's what it was for today i don't know what i'm gonna call this um This might be just called venting OSD. (laughs) Or I don't know what I want to call this. Um power of words. I don't know. I don't know what I want to call this. Um this is your girl, Queen Sassy Shoemate. This is your Chocolate Chocolate Truth, and this is the Golden Conversation. And just know, y'all, I'm I'm pushing through, and I'm taking day by day. And I don't care if it's one person, two people, three people, four people, five people listening. But this is therapeutic to me, so I'm gonna continue to do this. Um, I'm probably gonna do uh two more episodes, and then I'm gonna end season four, and just take a little break for a while then i'll start back up soon so two more episodes and then your girl is going to take a break so i love y'all and remember live life with no regrets just life lessons Love.